Section twelve of the Boys and Girls Pliny, Volume two, by Pliny the Elder. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Book four, Chapter six: Wonderful feats performed by lions. It was formerly a very difficult matter to catch the lion, and it was mostly done by means of pitfalls. In the reign, however, of the Emperor Claudius accident disclosed a method which appears almost disgraceful to the name of such an animal a gaetulian shepherd stopped a lion that was rushing furiously upon him by merely throwing his cloak over the animal a circumstance which afterwards afforded an exhibition in the arena of the circus when the frantic fury of the animal was paralyzed in a manner almost incredible by a light covering being thrown over its head so that it could be put into chains without the least resistance this circumstance renders what was done by lysimachus less wonderful who strangled a lion with which he had been shut up by command of alexander antony subjected lions to the yoke and was the first at rome to harness them to his chariot and this during the civil war after the battle on the plains of pharsalia not indeed without a kind of ominous presage a prodigy that foretold at the time that generous spirits were about to be subdued but to have himself drawn along in this manner in company with the actress Cytheris, was a thing that surpassed even the monstrous spectacles that were to be seen at that calamitous period it is said that hanno one of the most illustrious of the carthaginians was the first who ventured to touch the lion with the hand and to exhibit it in a tame state it was on this account that he was banished for it was supposed that a man so talented and so ingenious would have it in his power to persuade the people to anything and it was looked upon as unsafe to trust the liberties of the country to one who had so eminently triumphed over even ferocity itself there have been some fortuitous occurrences cited which have given occasion to these animals to display their natural clemency mentor a native of syracuse was met in syria by a lion who rolled before him in a suppliant manner though smitten with fear and desirous to escape the wild beast on every side opposed his flight and licked his feet with a fawning air upon this mentor observed on the paw of the lion a swelling and a wound from which after extracting a splinter he relieved the creature's pain there is a picture at syracuse which bears witness to the truth of this occurrence in the same manner too elpis a native of samos on landing from a vessel on the coast of africa observed a lion near the beach opening his mouth in a threatening manner upon which he climbed a tree in the hope of escaping while at the same time he invoked the aid of father liber for it is the appropriate time for invocations when there is no room left for hope the wild beast did not pursue him as he fled although he might easily have done so but lying down at the foot of the tree tried by the open mouth which had caused so much terror to excite his compassion it appeared that while he was devouring his food with too great avidity 
a bone had stuck fast between his teeth and he was perishing with hunger elpis although he understood his mute entreaties did not dare to risk trusting himself to so formidable a beast so he remained stationary for some time more from astonishment than from fear at length however he descended from the tree and extracted the bone the lion in the meanwhile extending his head and aiding in the operation as far as it was necessary for him to do the story goes on to say that as long as the vessel remained off that coast the lion showed his sense of gratitude by bringing to it whatever he had chanced to procure in the chase in memory of this circumstance elpis consecrated a temple at samos to father liber which the greeks from the circumstance above related called the temple kekenotos dionyson or temple of the open-mouthed bacchus can we wonder after this that the wild beast should be able to recognize the footsteps of man when of him alone of all animals they even hope for aid for why should they not have recourse to others for assistance or how is it that they know that the hand of man has power to heal them unless perhaps it is that the violence of pain can force even wild beasts to risk everything to obtain relief demetrius the natural philosopher relates an equally remarkable instance in relation to a panther the animal was lying in the middle of the road waiting for some one to pass that way when he was suddenly perceived by the father of one philinus an ardent lover of wisdom seized with fear he immediately began to retreat while the beast rolled itself before him evidently with the desire of caressing him at the same time manifesting signs of grief which could not be misunderstood even in a panther the animal had young ones which had happened to fall into a pit at some distance from the place the first dictates of compassion banished all fear and the next prompted him to assist the animal he accordingly followed her as she gently drew him on by fixing her claws in his garment and as soon as he discovered what was the cause of her grief and the price of his own safety he took the whelps out of the pit and they followed her to the end of the desert whither he was escorted by her frisking with joy and gladness in order that she might more appropriately testify how grateful she was and how little she had given him in return a mode of acting which is but rarely found even among men facts such as these induce us to give some credit to what democritus relates who says that a man called thoas was preserved in arcadia by a dragon when a boy he had become much attached to it and had reared it very tenderly but his father being alarmed at the nature and monstrous size of the reptile had it taken away and left in the desert thoas being here attacked by some robbers who lay in ambush he was delivered from them by the dragon which recognized his voice and came to his assistance but as to what has been said respecting infants that have been exposed and nourished by the milk of wild beasts as in the case of the founders of our city by a wolf i am disposed to attribute such cases as these rather to the greatness of the destinies which have to be fulfilled than to any peculiarity in the nature of the animals themselves end of section twelve
recording by phone